podcast from Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk. First of all, happy Father's Day. I hope that you've had a a great day so far. Um, I'm sure I didn't have to tell you that uh, you could sit back, relax, enjoy the F1, enjoy the football. It's been a great day for sport. Um, So hopefully you've been able to do that, chaps, and enjoy Father's Day and celebrating together as families. I have the the privilege, if you like, of being a son and a, a father. And Psalm 127, verse 3 through 5 says, Children are a heritage from the Lord, offspring a reward from him like arrows in the hands of a warrior, a children born in one's youth. Blessed is the man whose quiver is full of them. It's great, isn't it, Um, to celebrate and just thank the Lord that we have this opportunity to be a dad, Um, and to be fathers and it's great to just enjoy celebrating all of that. I like so many I guess today feel very blessed. Kids are amazing. My word they're hard work don't get me wrong (laughs) but nevertheless they are fantastic. They make everything I guess even though it's difficult sometimes absolutely worthwhile. I remember as a kid seeing how hard my father worked in order to provide for us as a family. And now we do exactly the same, don't we? Or at least we try. We don't always get it right or feel like we're on top of it all. But honestly, I've learned and I'm learning as uh, as life goes on as well, that kids just want simply love. That's what they want. They want to be loved. Everything else should be a byproduct, shouldn't it? It certainly never works the other way around, does it? You can't buy love. You can love first, and then absolutely you can buy a new pair of trainers. <laughs> it works like that, not the other way around. You cannot buy love. And I want us today to have a look at a passage in Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 through 34. It's a lovely piece of scripture. It's a piece that we've touched on before as a church. It's titled Do Not Worry. Now, it might not ring for you at this point as a Father's Day message or a Father's Day passage, but trust me on this. I honestly believe, like the Lord has sort of led me to these verses for us to have a look at today, and hopefully, you'll see why as we go along. The world that we live in has a a view about growing old, about investment and about plans and portfolios. But it appears to me that Jesus is trying to show us a better way here in Matthew chapter 6. So let's go ahead and read uh, that particular passage, verse 25 through 34. Let's read it together and then we'll dig in and see what the Lord's got to say. You can follow along on the screen or if you've got your Bible with you, you can follow along as I read. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns. 
and yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they are? Can, one of, can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labour or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon, in all his splendour, was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? So do not worry, saying, what shall we eat, or what shall we drink, or what shall we wear? For the pagans run after all these things, and your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. Let's pray. Lord, we just ask that you would just speak through your word, that you'd speak through me. Lord, we thank you for this opportunity that we've got as your church to just gather together, to worship you, to lift high the name of Jesus, and Father, for us to look into your word. And Father, we thank you today for your example of a loving Heavenly Father. And we pray, Lord, that you would help us to just celebrate today. Father, the things that aren't always great in our lives, and sometimes things don't always go to plan, but Father, we can celebrate a Heavenly Father who does love us, who does care for us, who gave his very best for us. So Lord, just bless us now, encourage us, we pray, in Jesus' precious name, Amen. So we begin this passage here in Matthew chapter 6, and it's the end of the chapter, and it begins with a therefore, um, which means that this is off the back of some prior teaching. And it, it, it exactly is just that. Jesus has just prompted his listeners to, uh, to store up treasure in heaven, not on earth, explaining that you cannot serve both God and money. And it's very simple teaching, but sometimes churches we know is very hard to apply. And now then here he continues to show us how we are blessed. So should be a blessing then to our children. And that's often something that we talk about in church as we've met over the years to understand that we're blessed. We ask the Lord to bless us so that we might be a blessing to those around about us. Jabez's prayer is one of those where he says, Lord, bless me. And sometimes we think we can't ask that, but the, the heart has to be right, that we're asking to be blessed so that we can be a blessing to others. And we say, Lord, bless us so that we might bless our children indeed and that they might see and understand. Listen again then to verse 25 and verse 26. He says, therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body, what you will wear. Is not life more than food and the body more than clothes? Look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns and yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they are? It's really simple and it's really quite clear how Jesus puts across here to show us that God cares for us. We're much more valuable than the things that we read about. Should we not appreciate that God's got us? When we look at the things around about us and we see how God sustains and looks after all those things, should we not be so much more certain of his love for us and how he will sustain and care for us? God is our heavenly father. And he cares enough to provide for all of our needs. 
He's not saying wants here. Jesus is not saying that God will give us all that we want, all that we wish for. He's saying that he will give us and supply all of our needs. He's providing for all of them. And he enables us then to view the bigger picture. He says in verse 25, life is not more important. Is life, sorry, not more important than? And you can fill the gap. He Here he says food and clothes. But there are so many things that we can think that is the most important thing in life. But actually, we see here that Jesus is just helping us to sit and reflect and to think. He says, is life not more important than food and clothes? Before, of all, uh, before all of this provision, though, that the Lord has given to us, before all of the things that he's enabled us to have, the first thing is that he loved us. Before all the provision, God has loved us and that we've already touched on as we've thought about our introduction that love is the first thing the bible tells us in 1 john 4 and verse 16 that god is love so that's the starting point for everything else that he loves us god is love and again listen you know john 16 really well and the bible says for god so loved that he gave First is love, and because of his love, he then supplied. For God so loved, he gave. And that's really important for us to get our minds around. Love comes first. And when it does, church, simply as we can read in the word, when love comes first, the need is then met. Love comes first, and the need is met. You know, honestly, it's a very simple formula. But I know, like you do, how hard that can be. You know, we're told, aren't we, by external influences, things that we see and things that we watch maybe on the TV and the way that the world interacts with each other, that there are things that we have to, as far as the influencers tell us, we have to do this, we have to do that, we have to be this, we have to be that. And it removes our focus from who we're actually meant to be and what we're actually meant to be doing. Jesus here in this passage, just these short few verses, is showing us the example of God. God first and foremost loved us and he invested in us. He loved us and he invested in us. He saw our need. Why? Well, because he loved us. And because he loved us, he came down in human form and he dealt with our sin and our shame, the things that were separating us from God. Because he loved us, he gave. And we're so blessed, aren't we, because of him. We're so blessed because of what God has done for us. Now then, for us then, as parents, then we have the opportunity to follow this example. It's there for us, clearly in black and white, for us to follow. Listen to verse 27 through 30. Again, you can follow along. And it simply says this. Can any one of you, by worrying, add a single hour to your life? 
And why do you worry about clothes? See how the flowers of the field grow. They do not labour or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon in all his splendour was dressed like one of these. If that is how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and tomorrow is thrown into the fire, will he not much more clothe you, you of little faith? It's simple, isn't it? That it's actually, quite honestly, misplaced faith. That we put our faith in perhaps our own ability, in our own, uh, um, our own opportunity to be able to provide. And actually, it's misplaced faith. Because God has said to us that don't worry about these things, put me first and everything else will fall into place. Listen, verse 33 tells us, he says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. So we have to seek God first. And we've touched on this um, not so long back that we put God first in all that we do and he will supply then the need. Put God first, love first, and everything else will fall into place. You know, it, it, today of all days, we get to ask the question about, as we reflect as, as fathers, as parents, we get to reflect and look at our children, the blessing that they are. And we also get to think today, you know, what would my children rather have? What would your children rather have? A pair of new trainers or a father who loves them? A pair of new trainers or a father who loves them? And the answer is really simple, isn't it? Oh, they might think they want the trainers, <laughs> but actually what they want, what they need is a father who loves them. And we see here in scripture that God supplies the need when we put him first. And our children will know and they will understand and they will grow if we love them as God has loved us. The example here is really clear that if we love our children as God has loved us, then they will learn and understand and grow into what God has called us to be. So as we've seen, God has invested heavily in us. Thank God that he has invested in us. Now, where do we invest? And that's the title of my talk. And you've been able to see that as we've gone along. Where do we invest? And again, the word says to us, verse 33, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be added unto you. And it's simple, isn't it, that we seek first his kingdom, we invest in his kingdom. Now, listen to this, Matthew chapter 19 um, and verse 14. Again, if you've got your Bibles, you're able to turn to that just a, a few pages on. So Matthew chapter 19 um, and verse 14, Jesus said, Let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. You hear that? Jesus said, let the little children come to me and do not hinder them, for the kingdom of heaven belongs to such as these. See, God is saying, Jesus is saying here in these moments that we are to do all that we can to show our children, to help them to grow. The kingdom of heaven belongs to them. 
as we push forward, as we learn, as we understand, as they watch our example, God willing, they will see their need of the Lord in their life. And they then too can teach that to their children and their children and their children. And it carries on through the generations. There is no greater investment than investing in our children because they then carry on the hard work, the, 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 the blessing that we have in order to share the gospel and to live out our life for Christ, that we should do what God has called us to do and we should live in such a way that our children get to see who we are and they too are invested in that way of life. We've already seen in verse 33 that we seek first his kingdom and now then we see what Jesus is saying God loves us and he provides for us. We've been blessed, church, with children too. Love them and he will provide. If we invest in our children, then we understand that God is the provision for us and he too will be the provision for our children and our children's children. And as the time moves on, the generations will follow as the Lord continues, but put him first. Invest in your children, church, and God will do the rest. Our example to our children um, is should be of love and of passion and of dedication to serve God, to let them know what he's done for us, what he's doing for us on a day-to-day -day basis. And as they grow then, they'll see and will, well, they'll want to look and to know and to understand. And they'll see too that they're looked after by our Heavenly Father, who knows exactly what we need, that he meets the need for each one of us. And then we're to look further afield Let's invest in our children so that they too will be able to invest in their children and things will move on as the Lord has called it to be. We keep our focus though, church, as the word is telling us here, our focus is to be on our heavenly father, putting him first in all that we do. This is the privilege that we have as fathers, that we can put God first we can invest in our children and we can understand what love is and we can use that example that we have of our Heavenly Father and we can teach and show our children exactly what love looks like. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we just want to thank you for your word today. Father, we thank you that we do indeed have that perfect example of a Heavenly Father who loves us, who gave his very best for us. Father, that you provide for our every single need. Lord, that you meet all of our needs. And we just thank you, Father God, that you've given your very best for us. And we just pray that you would help us today as we continue our celebration, as we just lift high the name of Jesus, as we just say thank you for all that you've done for us. We pray, Lord, that you'd be with us, that you bless us in this coming week, that you'd encourage us and that we'd stay focused on you. Father, all of these things we bring before you. In the name of our precious Saviour, the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen.
This has been a podcast by Hope Church Gainsborough. For more information, visit www.hopechurchgainsborough.co.uk.